fuck is up? Donnie Ray back in this bitch. But Donnie Ray's no filter. No fucking filter. Featuring my nigga Chris Stetzel. Hey. Back in this bitch for episode 11. We in here watching this Raiders games. Game. <laughs> There's not more than one Raider. They're not playing more than one person. Right. Not Raiders. Yet. Raiders Browns. Raiders are surprisingly winning. They were not at, for a minute. We thought they were down and out already. Right. And then Baker Mayfield started playing like boo boo. Right. Their car. But now the Browns are definitely about to score. Like they're on the one. Right. <laughs> it's been a fun. It's been a really great day of football. Tough loss for the Colts, but a lot of really close games. Fucking Colts blew it like. <clears throat> Like you would expect the fucking Colts to do. Typical Colts. Typical Yo, sh- Indiana. I sh- feel like. Shout out to Andrew Luck, though, because he did have over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, that was a, it was only like the third game in his career. He's gotten over 400 yards. But if that doesn't say anything about how bad our defense is, then I don't know what is. If your quarterback is playing that well, and you take an L in overtime. Man. Stop. Like I was saying, I feel like that's fucking like typical Indiana teams. They always. Blow leads, at least the fucking Colts and the Pacers. <laughs> Colts will be up. I mean, Pacers will be up in the fourth quarter. Blow the lead. Shit, Colts will be up in the fourth quarter. Blow the lead. So it's just, I feel like it's typical Indiana. I don't know how we fucking switch the culture, but we need to switch that shit up. Colts are, and they're just notorious for playing like absolute shit in the first half and creating a situation where they have to come back like they did today. They brought us all the way back, and all the Colts fans are like, Oh, bet. And then they went ahead and just jammed us right back in the face and were like, ha, no, we're going to lose. Like, oh, bet. <laughs> right. I, I, was, I was amped. Like, we had a great time during the comeback. T.Y. Hilton got hurt in the game. He's questionable to play on Thursday versus the Patriots. So that's unfortunate. Unfortunate situations this season. Man. And fucking. Just got to keep grinding. <laughs> right. While we talking about. Fucking current event type shit. Talk about football. We can go ahead and talk about fucking King Troll, Kanye West. And how he didn't drop the supposed fucking Yandy. Yandy album. He had been amping up for fucking at least a week and a half. Fucking dropping all this shit. Yandy, 929. And he said, I'm... I'm Performing it on SNL, and we're going to drop it the same night as SNL? Nope. You're going to do a weird water bottle performance with Lil Pump, and you're going to tweet hella last night and today and not say a word about Yandi. This man King Troll. is, <laughs> if you don't think Kanye's winning, you're wrong. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye's doing exactly what he wants to do all the time. He don't give a fuck if we want that album. He'll put it out when he wants to put it out. Or it really, there's at least like a 3% chance that album doesn't exist. <laughs> right? That's all that's all I'm wondering. Does this album even come out? Is this even a real album? Did we get trolled that hard? Like, did he really even say, I'm going to come in second to my brother Lil Wayne just as a troll? Like, yeah, hey, yo. <laughs> We're gonna get to it, but like, shout out Lil Wayne, Carter Five is out. We've been waiting six years. That shit crazy. Yeah, we're gonna do that album next week. And that's be, gonna be the only one because it's, right, it's a long album. Long album, long awaited album. Right, we did another long album, and that's a fucking hella long ass episode. We did the fucking uh, J. Cole and 
feel like we did something else. We did two long ass albums. That fuck. Oh, we did the Mac Miller. Yeah, because watching movies was long as hell. Right. Yeah. So yeah, if we want, we'll, we'll be smarter now when we get these longer. The ones that are longer, we we won't do a second. Right. And I mean, we gotta do the Carter Five. Uh, I would say pro- arguably like one of the most anticipated releases of all time. Browns since, took the lead since it's been teased so many times and had to end up going to court to get it figured out. And Birdman's a bitch. Had to throw that in there. Fuck Birdman. Fuck him. Honestly. Shit, him and uh, Wayne cool now. Man, they say it, but I don't buy it. How could how could you be? You know what I'm saying, man? Like, how could you have to take this dude who's supposed to be, quote unquote, your big brother or whatever? Like, how could you have to take him to court because he's holding back your life's work? Like, he's he was fucking with his own dude's money. Like, fuck that. I could never be cool with him they, again. They settled, didn't they? they I mean, they but, got then, but then he, 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 got, he got young money and he's out. Like, he does nothing to do with cash money anymore. Like, I feel like just because they... They settled in court and said that shit on stage. Like, I just think that's for, That's just for a look. Because, yeah, like, they talked on stage and Birdman was like, I don't want to apologize to my brother, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Wayne didn't say shit back, but, like, it happened. But, like, I don't, I think that's just for a look. Like, I, my guess is Lil Wayne still holds him in very poor regards. If it were me, I know I would. Like, fuck that dude. Right. Fuck that dude. Like, it has literally been, like, seven years since the first time they talked about the Carter Five, and we're just now getting it. And Lil Wayne has put out, like, mixtapes and shit in the meantime, but, like... Trash-ass mixtapes. Not all of them. Chill, chill, (laughs) chill, chill, chill. Bro, if you... Yo, stop. Sorry for the wait. Sorry for the wait, too. Trash, trash. Dedication four, five, six. Trash, trash. No, stop. Some of it is. <laughs> Some trash. of it is. The last good thing fucking Lil Wayne dropped was probably, I guess that maybe. That, I'm not a human uh, being. I'm not a human being too. That's after Carter. That's that was in the wait though. It was in the wait. But sorry for the wait too is my favorite like post that time that era. Trash. Nah, sorry for the wait too is fire. I don't give a fuck what Donnie Ray is trash. saying right now. He's being trash right now for just repeating the word trash. That's a trash. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> right, so shit, we can go ahead and fucking get into these fucking albums. So the first album, we fucking reviews fucking, he said he was going to do Little Peeps, Come Over When You're Sober. I got some notes on that motherfucker. That's I probably, yeah. Now, to be honest... I only did listen to this one time. I didn't do as much due diligence as I could. I it was a good listen though, and I and then I I, I I'm I have the I'm gonna be reading the lyrics with it, so I mean I'll have the ability to break down in the moment. But Don had put me not put me on, but had played a few a couple different little peep tracks for me one day, and I was very surprised. But oh wow, did he just fumble that? Yeah. That's crazy. Derek Carr's trash. Nigga, their car. What the fuck? Yellow. Oh, uh, they calling it dead. That's crazy. I hope they're calling it dead. Yo, you can't let. You gotta let that play end and then review that as a whether or not it's a fumble because you can always go back and call it dead. You you ruin a touchdown if if. Ah, that's trash to me. They always. That's a fumble. That's a fumble. He wasn't throwing that ball. That shit fried. Now they just ruined the Browns. I mean, they just cost the Browns a potential touchdown. I mean, they can still get it, but that's fried. 
But yeah, no, the album was a cool <laughs> listen. He's got a really uh, unique sound. Um, that's my biggest thing I'm going to say is my preface. Didn't dislike it. Oh, that's not good. Well, that a fucking, that was fried as fuck. <laughs> the rep walked in late as hell and just tossed <laughs> the play. Said, you about dumb as hell. You know, I don't see too many really shitty fair catch interferences, but but yeah, like you said, he had a fuck. He has a fucking uh, interesting sound, and like uh, I noticed when I was listening, shit, let's plug this bitch back up. I noticed when I was listening uh, that like uh, a lot of his like he a lot of his songs he doesn't like really have like a verse or it's like the chorus is like the verse because he'll have like a refrain or like a pre hook or something like that. He doesn't really have too many like actual verses on the songs he got like a hook and a refrain and then like the hook again type shit so it's kind of like a lot of repeating the same thing it's more like uh more like pop record ish type sound shit oh shit <laughs> i fucking plugged the fucking laptop back up but yeah he got like the little pop sound and uh his like i guess the genre that they say he actually falls under supposed to be like emo rap so I guess, and I saw somewhere they said like uh, him and fucking uh, uh, shit, Lil Red and or was it Trippy Red? <laughs> Lil Red, <laughs> Lil, yo, I just found my rap name. Lil Red, I oh shit, that's funny as fuck. That nigga Trippy Red and uh, <laughs> Lil Red. <laughs> Yo, and then you can have Big Bread like the gum. Oh, shit. It's a lot of nigga Trippy Red and fucking uh, uh, somebody else supposed to be like uh, bringing back like emo rap or whatever. And Lil Peep, they said. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's like the fucking uh, genre they're supposed to fall under. So, I guess without further ado, we go ahead and fucking jump into the fucking album. So like we said, it's Lil Peeps, Come Over When You're Sober, part one. And I guess the part two is about to come out. He's uh dead. If you didn't know, he passed away, like, what? In this past year. Whatever, off the Zans and shit. Motherfuckers ODing. And that's a lot of, uh, if you notice, uh, while listening to this album, that's like a constant theme throughout the fucking... Uh, what, ODing or... Album, like, drug use and fucking one to die type shit, like... Like emo rap, I don't know if yeah. you like know about emo, like rock and shit. So it's like a lot of like, like depressing music, suicidal thought type shit. So that's like what this fucking album consists of. So I mean, that's like the vibe that is gonna obviously give off. He got some like, uh, kind of like brighter songs, like brighter sounding, but even still, they still kind of got like a dark vibe. But uh, so anyway. Getting to the first track, fucking, it's called uh, Ben's Truck. And I guess in the parentheses, it's got, like, something, I guess I read, like, it's, uh, I forget what language, maybe, like, German yeah. is basically saying, like, Ben's Truck. So, anyway, go I ahead. I think it says G-Wagon. Yeah. So, go ahead, play that, bitch. And this motherfucker come in, like, real, real slow with the guitars. Hold on, I gotta pull my fucking... Shit, definitely uh, got like a somber feel right off the bat right but i fuck with the guitar right uh being a very main instrument that he uses which gives that emo feel gives it more of that the rockish right so it's a little dark vibe for the whole album like i said it's a little emo 
emo rap, so it says La Ho, Dark Vibe. Yo, this, this intro is cool, though. Right. And this it's song, catchy. Oh, my bad. And this song about uh, getting to the money, people switching up around you. Like I said, he doesn't really have, like, that many, like, verses. Like, he pretty much says the same thing. I guess he got one verse. Tell a bitch good luck. I just think it's catchy. I like I like the, the cadence he uses. Right. So uh what do you say? Uh oh shit. So like I say, he said this song about like switching up. He said, uh what do you say? Friends switch up when you win a bench truck. I always wanna fuck, tell a bitch good luck. So like he's saying, when you get to the money. They always say when you get to the money of people around you switch up. And he's talking about I always wanna fuck, tell a bitch good luck. When you on the money, when you get to the money, bitches always want the nigga with the money, I always wanna fuck. But he's saying he on so many drugs too. He can't fuck. <laughs> them niggas that be on them zannies and shit. Bitches done told me like motherfuckers can't be getting up and shit. And that, <laughs> that shit's fucking crazy. I'm glad I never had that problem. But that's like a real problem, I guess. That'd definitely be a easy way to get me to quit doing a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers don't be caring. First bro. time my dick don't work, I'm done. That is crazy. And then he said something else. What was it? Uh, I don't even know. But like this whole, the whole vibe. It was a good little intro. Like I said, his songs are pretty short. Like this whole album's only like seven songs. So it's not really a quick listen. Them like, I feel like it's like 30, 30 minutes or some shit. But that song was cold. It's not one of my. It's a. It's like a single song. It didn't. It was a single. Yeah. It's, so you, I can see how it'd be a single. It's not. <laughs> it's not my favorite song on the fucking album. But no, not mine either. It's got a. It's. An, it definitely has a good like intro to his sound for sure. Um, but like he he's just really not saying a whole hell of a lot whatsoever. Right. Um, and this song, second song is up called Save That Shit, produced by Smoke Sack and I don't even know how to say this nigga name. I don't even, it's supposed to some <laughs> Roman numerals, I don't even, I don't feel word? like they're correct. I, 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 I. Those, <laughs> those aren't correct Roman numerals, so that's why it's got to be fucked up. Or maybe it is correct, I don't know. I'm bad with Roman numerals. I'm not Roman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like I initially thought this beat was going to be different from the way it initially started. But this got like a This like a This song like one big hook That's what it seemed like to me It got that Like I said a lot of the songs got that big Got that big like popish song I mean popish sound <laughs> I like this beat though honestly Alright beat cold and like, it's really simple too, honestly. It's just like a, a is that just a snare and then made away pretty much? Yeah. Like that's, and then whatever the little Just that background. That's what I thought this original beat was gonna be. Just like this little and they came in through the guitars or whatever. But this beat actually cool. But like I was saying, this is one of the perfect songs I was saying, like he don't have no verses. It's just he says the courses I mean the chorus. And then he has that refrain, which he just said. And he goes right into the fucking chorus. So I think that's that's interesting about his songwriting. I'm real into like looking at songwriting and shit. And that's interesting about his his songs. Like I said, you don't have no verses. 
Which is different, obviously. Right. Which, I mean, I can buck with that. Like, just making your own l- little lane, honestly. Right. Like I said, it really got that popish sound to me. That's why I really fuck with it, actually. Because I kind of fuck with I fuck with that popish sound, but it still got that undergroundish sound that I fuck with. And he's definitely got a little bit of a grungy sound, too. Which, definitely. Which is, that's Don's bread and butter. Right. Grunge. For sure. It's like, throw the low voice on it. Right. And the next song that's about to come up is called Awful Things. This is one this is a single song. I guess this uh I got a video for this motherfucker. And I guess supposedly they said the song was written by uh Lil Peeps nigga, Lil Tracy, I fuck with him. I'm gonna wait till that song starts, talk more about it. But see like you can just like I said, like he's just repeating the fucking hook. Said the hook how many times? Said the hook three times. And it just has a refrain. Literally doesn't have no verses. But like if you just listen to the song, the hook, I mean the, yeah, the hook sounds like a verse. So that shit cold. And the way that this fucking beat fades out, like breaks down. Yeah, no, I actually made a mental note of that. Like we said, like, this just sounds like a, a sad song. Like, got a little sad vibe. All his songs really got that little sad vibe to them. I guess this next song, like I said, Awful Things. The beat's kind of more uplifting. But it's still, like, a sadder song. Like, the, like I'm not for sure. It sounds like it might be, like, in a major scale. So if you know anything about music, you know majors like, happier than, like, a minor scale. But and to me, this is like, uh, this is crazy because like his music almost bridges like to uh, like, I don't know if you're at all familiar with, but like, but just like a boys like girls type, like a regular emo band. Like yeah. it honestly has that. Feel. Right. Yeah. It does kind of sound but like just some, like, uh, like, it's just like some, it's the, what's that? Uh, American idiot. What's that fucking group? Uh, Green Day type shit. Yeah, Green Kinda Day. Got that Green American Day-ish rejects type, type yeah. shit. Got that type of feel too. I'll it. keep you my dirty little right. secret. Like yeah, my, I can hear that shit coming out of this dude's mouth. Right. And I, I was just doing some research on it. Said he grew <laughs> up like in Atlanta. Then he moved like to LA, and like uh, he's definitely said listen to South shit. And he said he listened to obviously some rocket shit. I think it did say Green Day and shit were some of his influences. Gotta be. Right. So you can definitely hear it. And this uh, this song fucking about. It's definitely about, just an interesting bridge of of genres. Right. He's bringing a lot of different things together, honestly. All right, and this song, so like I said, it's called "Awful Things." And it's just about like uh, a bitch telling him bad, awful things that she done done, and he's saying, "Tell me these things because it makes it easier for me to get through not having you." So I guess like probably they've done broke up, whatever. And you know how like if you hear like bad shit about a bitch and make it easier. Or well, supposedly make it e- supposed to make it easier to hate the bitch. So I get to, I can feel this song. It's got a deeper meaning to it than it was seen. But that nigga Lil Tracy, I fuck with him too. He actually got some cold songs. This him right here. But he got some cold songs. He got a, a cold song with uh, Famous Dex. That's actually cold. They got a and they they have a, a very cohesive sound too. Right. Like they sound good on a track together. Yeah, actually they got uh, two projects together. Like, uh, them are called Castles. 
Chris invited me to a party on fucking Xbox. Right, this nigga Lil Tracy Cole, and he's in the golf boy clique. And it's kind of weird to me because his music isn't as depressing or as sad sounding as uh, all the other people in the golf boy clique. Because that nigga that I've been playing, the uh, Wicca Face, that nigga's in golf boy clique. Heard. He got songs with uh, Lil Peep. He got a couple of them. But uh, yeah, Lil Tracy, his sound's not. Like, he never got that more trap sound. Like I said, he got a song with Famous Dex and shit. But yeah, like you said, uh, Lil Tracy, Lil Peep, they all both got a cohesive sound. They made a good song. Like I said, they got a video for this, damn near like a single. So the next song is called uh, You Said. That's produced by Smokesack and whatever that nigga with the Roman numerals. <coughs> I don't even know how to fucking say his name. And this song really has a rock feel to it. And this song's all got fucking long outros. I gotta be skipping them bitches. But this sounds like a fucking uh, Joy Division. I don't know if anybody ever listened to Joy Division. But you check them out. But it got a real Joy Division type of way. Uh, comes in with them guitars. Like they damn near got a song that damn near started off just like this. A little different, but then they're cold. But, uh, and this song's about the pain and shit he's going through. And the drugs, he's take, taking a coat. And it's definitely one of my favorite songs on this motherfucker. Just thinking about you. Like I said, this is another song where he doesn't have a fucking verse. It's like the hook is a fucking verse. You got the fucking hook, what you're saying right now. And then goes into a fucking bridge. But I, the fucking bridge and shit is good transition. Like I said, it's all it all flows cohesively. It definitely has skill songwriting. But I guess he didn't write all his songs apparently, so he might not be that good at songwriting. Might <laughs> just be a good collaborator, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, he made good music. Yeah, it's his product, so. All right. I'm interested to see what his next album is gonna sound like. But yeah, like this song. Uh, has like two parts and the beat switches up I know you fuck with beat changes yeah absolutely fucking browns man these niggas about to lose to the fucking browns well they might they gotta get a big stop right here right like I said this is like uh, emo rap and you could tell like he's like it's more like a rockish feel to it like he's saying more like not really necessarily concerned with rhyming like he rhymes but it's different like not worried about the bars like i can't really explain it yeah no nah, he's definitely not worried about the bars right like saying some like more worried about the song as a whole mm. yeah, no, right, that's this, a good beat change right so like beat changes are really sick to me because a lot of times they just bring whole, a whole new, a whole second life to this song. Um, especially, and it's especially, I think, important for somebody like him who doesn't emphasize verses as much. Um, 
that it keeps your ear really uh, interested in what's happening um, right. because Hell what he's yeah. saying can get monotonous. Hell yeah, that's um, true. But then it breaks it breaks through with a beat change, and you're like, mmm, that's dope. And right. then it also changes the feel of what he's saying, even if he says the exact same stuff. Right. Which he's not. He should change it up a little bit. Too. Right. By saying he definitely had a, actually had a verse on this fucking second part, so that is definitely a change up from the first song. So first part of the song that was just fucking but it's twice. More rockish lyrics, right. the quick, quick little statements that they yeah. do that do rhyme, but but uh, it's not like and it, it's not like rapping. And it, and it, and I mean it, it's cohesive. It makes sense what he says, right. but like it's just it's not like a punchline. He's not yeah. build build, bam. Right. It's it's not a it's not a metaphor, a simile. There's nothing hidden. It's just simplistic, um, right. not lyricism, just simplistic lyrics. Right. Um, Cause he's a he's a he's a songwriter. He's not a lyricist. There's right. there is a difference. Definitely a difference, and that's a good point to make. He is definitely a songwriter, not a lyricist. There's nothing wrong with that though. No, Everybody yeah. got their own no, lane. No, no. And so this next song is called "The Bright Side," and this I think was one of the songs I felt like had a fucking uh, actually no, this is better off dying. My bad. I fucking sw- uh, yeah, skipped a song. Cool. So this song called Better Off Dying, and this is about a relationship and how they keep lying to each other. And he's uh, saying, rather than cry and shit, rather be, rather die. So like I said, he's fucking emo rap. A lot of, like I said, a lot of the themes of his song was fucking dying and shit. Like, kind of dramatic. But, like, this one has a weirdly, like, upbeat feel. Right. For being the, literally the title, Better Off Dying, and saying, Better Off Dying. Right. Like, it's got a, like, he's saying that in an upbeat. Right. Which is, like, a really kind of, like, a dichotomy, like, a really, uh. Right. I can't think of what I'm really trying to say, but, like, it's ironic. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it's ironic, ironic that you would yeah. be so happy, Better Off Dying, but. Right. And I guess, actually, I've seen, like, an interview people, like, from his family and shit were saying, like, he wasn't really depressed and shit. They are just saying, like, that was just, like, the music that he made. So they said, like, he didn't... A lot re- of people don't see it from, for people, though. Right. Especially yeah, that those is. who are you, who are using drugs to mask it. Right, a lot of people... True. Nobody... Nobody... I don't want to say nobody was concerned, but... No, everybody said that Mac wasn't sad, but, like, yet yeah, he was using drugs to get away from that shit and... People don't think that Lil Peep was sad like that. Right. And then I think, like, Lil Xan was just doing drugs to do drugs. I mean, nah, I think anybody that's doing hard drugs consistently, I mean, I guess some of it is just a party lifestyle. Right. But, I mean... I, think, right. I guess if you make it music like that, the shit, the shit's right there. Yeah, like I, you clearly reflecting on shit. Right. Anyway, like you clearly. Like it's hard to just make up shit sometimes, like yeah. like emotional shit like that. You gotta be coming from, uh, from some type place. of place, yeah. yeah. And I mean, he could have insight from fr- friends, family, whatever. Like right. just existing, we've all seen different people deal and whatnot. But really, I, he got he got hella music though, so really. Yeah, that's you coming real. from a place. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, I don't want to tell <laughs> his family they're wrong, but you're wrong. <laughs> right, that's how it be. But like, that's awesome though. I like music that comes from a place, and it, I think music honestly needs to, for it to to impact anybody. Like, for because right. like if you're just making commercial shit, you're not. It's not resonating with anybody. They might get hyped to your music, but you're not making something that resonates with something and like. 
the goal of music is to make something that makes somebody feel because that's what art is intended to do is make you feel something in my opinion doesn't have to be you feel sad or whatever but like feel happy and like y'all know what i'm saying right <laughs> all right so this song is called the bright side and this is produced by smoke sack and that fucking whatever that nigga with the roman numerals name is again like i said it's kind of kind of had a it still got a sad vibe but it still got a little like a little more upbeat type feel to it kind of remind me of like a beach vibe for some reason I don't know something about it. But this is uh, about him uh, finding a girl that he thought was the one, but turns out that she wasn't. And they say, like, the money and the good life, all that shit's supposed to make it better, the bright side, but it's not. He's still missing her and shit. So I guess this is, this is really a song. I guess people with money could probably relate to more. But anybody can relate to this shit, finding a chick he thought was the one, turns out she wasn't. People say, well, shit. Oh shit, it's cool, man. You, it's better that you lost her now rather it happen later. Or bitch, that don't make it better. So I can feel shit like that. But nah, this song definitely cold. Yeah, nah. I fuck with this song. I think either, not this song, but the next song. Either the next song or probably that You Said song, probably my favorite on here. But he got, this is a song they got verses on. This is actually kind of a long song. Right, like you said, he's not really a lyricist, but he's got he's more of a songwriter, but he got good like like meaningful I wouldn't say he's more of a I would say he's more of a lyricist, more songwriter-ish. Cause like some of the shit he be saying is simple, but it's still cold. Like he said, as long as your mind you took a look at the time, it gets cold at night when you're alone outside. That shit cold, like a regular rapper not gonna think of saying that. That's more of a rockish type thing. So that shit cold to me. I can uh, incorporate that shit in the fucking trap, rap, R&B-ish, whatever the fuck you want to call this shit. Really got a cold vibe to it. This damn it kind of like feel like some smoking type music, reflecting type shit. Yeah. It's just a, a, a different, a nice different sound for sure. Uh... I never really, cold. I never really heard anybody like this, for sure, up until now. And uh, Don had me listen to this, which is, as we've said, why we're doing this. Yo, bro, Raiders are right there. Hey man, you niggas need to score. Derek, Derek Carr let him down to the 20-yard line in Browns territory. We'll see if he's got what it takes. I would bet against it. <laughs> And they need a two-point conversion to tie. So, yeah. So, you know, that song, that song is cool. All right, so the next song, last song on the album. Yo, I fuck with this guitar so hard. All right, and this song, probably one of the darker, darker songs on the album. It's fucking about... And you can tell right off the bat. Right. He compares his problems in life to making a deal with the devil. Or shit, he could be talking about literally making a deal with the devil. Who knows? But nah, this is a fucking deep song. Like you said, for sure, you can definitely tell it's about to be a deeper song. 
it's another one of those songs that doesn't have a verse. Right, he got a good sound on the beat, kind of like just flows with the beat. Wouldn't say rise the beat, but I guess he kind of rise the beat for fucking singing. <laughs> All right, so there he says he's made a deal with the devil. I felt like he's comparing his problem, but shit, he could be talking about literally making a deal with the devil. Like I said, he got that good songwriting shit. Yeah. Like the echo and other doubles and shit. Like that's more. You're not really worried about, like we said, not worried about the lyrics as much, more the sound. And this, like his whole album got a, like a real big full sound. Like his music is really full. Like compared to like some, like I guess some more like touchdown trap shit, more like. I guess the, his shit definitely got more delay and reverb and shit on it than like a a typical trap song, Gucci fucking Migo shit. That shit right there in your face is kind of shit like depth. I know about mixing and shit so I can understand it better. But anyway, his songs is definitely cold. This whole album, like I said, it was real quick listen. This is the last song. Now the question is, what would you rate this album? So I'll go first. I'll probably get this motherfucker. I get this motherfucker eight out of ten. Cause I, I fuck with the I fuck with the songwriting. I fuck with the lyrics. I fuck with the sound. Like it's interesting to me. Like I said, uh, it's not the best. So I won't get no 10 or 10 out of nothing, but an 8 out of 10 is a little, it's better than, I guess the fact that it's better than I thought it was going to be too, that plays a part into it. So I get this motherfucker 8 out of 10. I'm sitting at like a 7 and a half, 7. I mean, it's, it was, it's not a sound I ever thought I would have enjoyed at all. So for him to have made some stuff and chose some beats to me that were, really great I really like the guitar sound uh, that's very prevalent um, I'm not a huge fan of the no verse look yeah um, but that just it just uh, there's song. just there's just there's just uh, stuff missing from this that of what the music I normally listen to so I don't think it's, it's not something I'll revisit a lot but it is something that I've saved and is now in the library so yeah because um, I can listen to it when I please. Yeah, because like there's definitely times that I know I will want to hear something like this. So, um, yeah, like a seven and a half. I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would for sure. The Raiders came back to tie the bitch. Yeah, they got the two point conversion too. We'll see if uh, Baker Mayfield's got any hair on his nuts. If he's really trying, if he was really about that in thirty seconds or not. If I... And he's got three timeouts though. I'd be stupid impressed. Don would be stupid salty. Salty? He's not going to do it, though. He's not about that. Ooh. Baker fucking Mayfield. Give me a break. Yo, what if he does and he plants a Browns flag right at the 50-yard line? <laughs> fuck Baker Mayfield. You said, he ain't shit. He said fuck Baker Mayfield. All right, don't fuck with him. Yo, Cubs won again. Golly. Cubs in the playoff for the four, fourth time in a row. First time in... uh. 
Cubs history that they've been in the playoff four time, playoffs four times in a row. So shout out to the Cubs. I already told Don I think the AL is going to go ahead and win the World Series this year, though. The uh, AL is just cooking. They got a couple really good teams. Who's your prediction? Maybe the Red Sox. You said the Red Sox. I don't know, though. Like I, I don't know. I'm just really excited because, I mean, I love baseball, and I think it's going to be a very, very fun postseason. <clears throat> Without a doubt. But the Cubs just... Smack Shit. the Cardinals ten to five, and the fucking uh, NBA preseason has started, and the NBA Ooh. season's coming up. So I'm about to start my fucking fantasy basketball. Yo, did you see uh, Derrick Rose eight playing two guard? Nah. Yeah, man, they started him, and he played uh, played well. Who for the fucking uh, Minnesota? Yeah. Shit, guess Derrick fucking Rose. I'd I'm- love to see him stay healthy and actually play like consistently, like decent. Man. That'd be. That'd be super fun. It's crazy to believe that Derrick Rose was once a fucking league MVP. The youngest MVP ever. Ever. Was it his second season? It might have been. That's crazy. I don't know for sure. Sounds about right. You got to drink your milk, folks. You can't just be out here getting hurt all the time. He needs some milk. Man, this man, Derrick Rose, but he was fucking cold. I'm telling you, he would fucking uh, bang on anybody. Any fucking buddy, bro. Like... It's one of the it's one of the most uh, disappointing things, like honestly, like ever to me in my sports, uh, in my life in, in sports, is Derrick Rose getting hurt because we we missed out. Like fucked his knee up twice. Fucked his knee, and and honestly, another one. I mean, we didn't get to see him actually be explosive in the NBA, but another one that's really uh, disappointing to me is Greg Oden because he was banging on people in college like hard, and he I he had the build to look like he was about to go bang in the NBA, right. yeah. but then he. I think he got some sort of knee injury or leg injury too. I don't fucking yeah, know. Motherfuckers like him, they just grow too fast. Yeah, big ass motherfuckers. So then they fucking they grow too fast and then they fucking muscles and shit ain't can't keep up. And they fucking end up having knee problems, joint problems, all that shit. And then you can't joint can't, problems. That's right. why I smoke blunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to fucking get past that pain. Oh, you ugly as hell. Right. So, uh, anyway, fucking second album that we're going to talk about. Yay, rock. That we're breaking down is uh album that Nick brought. I said Nick. Did you just call me Nick? Because oh, I'm fucking man. looking at my fucking that phone. That was disrespectful as hell. <laughs> Yo, the Raiders just picked it. Looking at my fucking phone, this man Nick texting me. But like, what we pick Yo, up, pick is he up. not down? Is he really not down? Oh, they blew it down. So they're probably going to call him down. But now nah, this man Chris, my bad. This man Chris brought different tall white guy. <laughs> <laughs> this man Chris brought this album. Uh, what's it called? Redemption. Yeah. And uh, J Rock's third studio album. And this album was uh, interesting for sure. Uh, it's got some good storytelling in it. Right. It's what I. It's what I would expect from J Rock. It's like so. I fuck with. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. So I originally got put on TDE way back in the day when I had a fucking fade. Like I was going to a oh, barber. Shit. Like my fucking barber told me about Absol and Kendrick. And this was before like they either of them had blown up. This was back when Kendrick like was on this Kendrick Lamar EP and Absol had that uh what was it? He had that Dan Life song and he had that fucking oh, fuck, what's the name of that album? I'm looking right at the cover. But anyway, uh he had that fucking shit. 
And I've been fucking with TDE. And then I kind of started listening to J-Rock. I didn't really fuck with him so much. And I still don't really fuck with him like that. I'm more more fuck with uh, Absol and Kendrick. Yeah. But no, this was a, a interesting listen. Uh, it was better. I guess it was better than I expected. I'll just leave that for right now. Huh. And I, uh, I honestly hadn't really ever fucked with J-Rock. Like, the only thing I knew about J-Rock really before this album... I'm sure I could pick out a couple other verses, but for sure, like Money Trees um, on Good Kid Mad City is like the only thing I really had ever heard from him. And this dropped and I was like, shit, TD, I'll give it a listen. And like to me, I don't really skip songs when I listen to this album. Like I really enjoy this album as a, it's a pretty, pretty cohesive thought. I mean, a lot of J-Rock's music is going to feel cohesive just because he he's a lyrical street rapper. Like he's just telling you about street shit, but in a nice lyrical way for the most part. Um, and I think he for the most there's a couple songs he he his sound changes a little bit. He gets a little noisy for me, um, but for the most part I like his sound. Um, <laughs> Hold on, my bad. Fucking <laughs> UMass head coach suspended for remarks. Mark Whipple suspended without pay after saying opposing player raped us while complaining about officiating. <laughs> Yo, I don't think he understands that it's 2018 and the word rape isn't to be thrown around on TV. Like like in the press conference he said that? Or yeah, I guess he said in the that press is conference incredible. he said. Or hold on, did he say in the press conference? Fuck. What <laughs> you can't, pay you can't say that. It says he complained while complaining about officiating. So it probably wasn't a press conference. He said the opposing player, he's probably like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, he raped us and he got suspended. That's fucking funny than a bitch, man. <laughs> you got to be more careful with what you say if you're on camera and shit. Right. That is crazy, though. <laughs> like, rape's just one of those words that often, it catches the ear right, really, sure. really well. For sure. It's like, what the fuck? Huh? It, it's like hearing, like, the N-word in public or somebody saying uh, the C-word. Like, it's just... There's certain words that you, you have to you have, <laughs> you have to stop <laughs> no and, filter. Lo- and look at what's going on over there. I still went ahead and filtered the n word. <laughs> Y'all heard? <laughs> I I could have thrown I would have thrown cunt out there. I don't care about that, but you know. But yeah, it's just one of those words that it's just and rape, <laughs> especially in the culture where the culture is right now with the Me Too movement and just all that. You just you, you can't you. You can't say that so and so raped so and so even in a joking fashion <laughs> when it's being documented. You got suspended. I think it said without pay too. Ouch. Yep. Say hell nah, bro. Fuck you. Gonna sit your ass down. Wait for two games. It didn't say two. It didn't say how many games. It just said he's suspended. Some shit. Who Still knows? crazy that Urban Meyer only got three games. Right. That's crazy. Crazy. So anyway, back to the album. Fucking redemption. A J Rock. Go ahead, start that motherfucker off. Let me actually, I gotta pull that bitch up. The first, uh, first song on the album. I think it's a good. I think it's a good intro. Telling uh called the bloodiest. Telling the story of how he came up. Really. The beat. The beat's cold to me too. The the bass comes in real hard. And I don't know why, but this sound at the beginning it makes me think of like bloodiness and gore like that's what i think of right it's kind of got a i can see it's kind of got a 
I can see like kind of got like a I don't know it makes me think of like Jason kind of yeah it's kind of like scary but yeah this song I'm talking about is come up out the street and I said uh, I felt like he's saying niggas uh, saying they really out here in the streets but they really not out in the streets because like he said he he like he said uh, I think it was last episode this is a, from point of view like being in the streets and shit so he like he really been out here in the streets he ain't, and he ain't seen none of these niggas that talking about they're really out here Uh, he said something he said it was remember it's Nixon ba- Nixon Dimes in 03 I was doing bad so I took your bag yeah. tables turned lessons learned come I'm a comeback come fast. fast like that's hard talking about I was just selling small sacks in 03 I wasn't making money so I came and took your shit tables turned lessons learned cause somebody came back and took this shit back like that's that was well written. Yeah, and I, I could feel that. Like that's why I don't be on that grimy shit. Cause man, Hell no. karma real, man. Karma come back quick. I've seen it happen on niggas. I like this flow for real. All right, that is one thing I will say on this album. He definitely had a lot of different flows on this motherfucker, for sure. Ooh. When I sound off, you a groundhog that's a casket and a pillow waiting. Magic right. in a dope spot for chickens that's Popeyes or spinach that's I feel Popeyes. like uh, yeah. sometimes, too, he relies on his flow and he doesn't really say too much that stands out to me. I'll, yeah. I'll say some of that. I'll like point it out the second half of, of this verse right here. Like, he ain't saying shit. And it just, like, he relies on it just sounding good, like riding the beat, which is cool. But, like... I was expecting a little more from him. But now he definitely has some bars. For sure. I ain't gonna hate on him. But I just felt like a lot of times he... Re- I won't say a lot of times, but some of the times. Like I said, I pointed out when we get to the songs. He, I feel like he relies on his flow. It's not really saying too much or having too many bars or whatever. Just having some filler lines almost. And then they got a... I just clicked off this. I got Isaiah Rashad yeah. on the outro. He sound, uh, he got that cold sound. Yeah. And I know some people that actually fuck with Isaiah Rashad. I never really dove into him too much. His uh, most recent album is fire, honestly. He's got a couple songs that I've heard that I fucked with. Okay, Raiders, <laughs> let's go. We need that TD. Let's go, Amari. Um, but yeah, so this that moves is... Into the, oh, huh. Do you have something else to say about that, Sean? Nah. Oh. Or moves into for what it's worth. Right. This is a more introspective song. Oh yeah, and that song was I do uh, that song the bloodiest is produced by Boy Wonder. Oh yeah, we did forget to say that. And this song, so like you said, is what it's worth. And it's produced by Soundwave. He just talks about a lot of personal different Right. Personal matters basically. Yeah, I felt like it was just him like reflecting on the beat, just talking to the beat. Cause he says like, like I think a lot of real shit. is cool too. Right, and the beat codes and the bitch. Bait, code. I, I feel it in bitch at the end of your statement. <laughs> I don't know why I ad-libbed your, your statement. Right, and I felt like he just, ta- just talking. <laughs> He's just talking to the beat, you know, speaking his mind. I've been running empty. That's hard. I like that. How many fucks to give lately? I've been running empty. I feel that. <laughs> right, and he, uh, what'd he say? Uh, he started off the verse. Gotcha. No, that's not what I was saying. Uh, I think it's coming up. Oh, here it is. So he said, uh, he said, struggle with who I am and with who I want to be. He said, got the streets and got these beats right here in front of me. So that I felt like that bar was cold because he was saying, 
I feel I've seen a lot of people that are actually from the streets. They've been saying they had a struggle with do they want to do the rap shit or do they want to be on the streets getting the money because that street money was coming quicker than the rap money because it take a while for niggas to blow up and they got to spend their money on the yeah to get the rap. So I've seen a lot of people. Like uh, J Rock, uh, fucking Absol said the same shit. Fucking, uh, I definitely feel like Future done said the shit. Like, like they like they out here getting that. Like two chains, I right. do if at some point like on his actual come up. Right, they like they out here getting this money, this dirty money, and it's coming quick. Gucci, right? Gucci waffle. I don't even really need this rap money. So I've seen, I felt them with some cold and bars. And I feel like a lot of a lot of these guys also wouldn't have been able to ever end up getting on without doing this street right, shit too, because they need money. to get, it take a lot of money. Right. Um, so, so like definitely that, having money definitely make it and easier that's just, to come. That's up. just a really well written line that Dom picked out that got the streets and these beats right in front of me because he's just saying I've I've done both. Which you want to see? Like I can do it all. Right. That's how it's just well written. And the next bar that I thought was cold is at the end of this fucking song, actually. So it's about to come up. Oh, and actually, I really love this line. It, uh, if that pretty flower will spoil you, then it poison you. You get amnesia to everything you was loyal to. That's a fucking bar. Saying that you forget everything that you used to be loyal to when you... When you get a little bit of something, it, it, it taints who you were, and you forget all the shit you used to care about, and like that's that's hard because that's always everybody's biggest concern with somebody. Like when they blow up, are they gonna change or they gonna change up who they are? Right. And I mean, you see it a lot that people always do. Right. In the bar, I thought he said, uh, "Boy, he says she think her nigga a lick, and I got rapper money." And child support the legal way that she could ask for money. Mm. I know a lot of niggas feel that because a lot of bitches be trying to come up. And people, Black China, they said she fucking got pregnant by Rob Kardashian just to come up. And it's just like, it can, that happens on a smaller scale every day. Bitches think a kid is coming up, so that shit crazy. But like, this next song is called Knock It Off. This song called The, the Hook Goes So Wet. So I felt like this was like a dope boy song. He's talking about slanging. But this was one of the fucking songs, definitely, that I felt like the hook was cold, and I fuck with the beat, but I feel like the verses weren't saying too much. I wasn't really impressed by the yeah, verses. I think this one was more about the sound than anything. Just right. I think. I mean, it, it it fits thematically to the album a little bit because he just talking his shit about what he used to be on. Basically, like this is his his redemption, in my opinion. Like this is his his real proclamation that. I've been here, but look at where I'm actually at in life now a little bit. But, like, you still got to talk on that shit he used to be about, I think. Right. Oh, how he broke that flow's hard. And the beat dropping off is Right. Hard. Like I said, he got cold flows. And like I said, I feel like he's relying on his flow yep. more on this song than really what he was saying. And, like, you can always tell, like, especially if you look at Rap Genius on this song, like, you can even tell that there's no bars because, like, nothing is annotated. Like... <laughs> Nothing is annotated. Like, that's crazy. Right, it's plain and simple. They got, like, two highlighted things, and that's wild. But it's a fun, it's a great sounding song. It's one of those that you can definitely just bop your head to. When that come in, that shit cold. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like the hook, for sure. It's a well-written hook. But like Don said, he's he's not saying anything on this song. Definitely let the, the beat carry it. Mm-hmm. So like he, ride, he riding the beat cold Like yeah, the flow definitely cold, cold. He just ain't saying shit 
which is like the only reason it stands out coming from J-Rock is because I I was expecting more from him. That's really the only reason why it stands out. Like a lot of, like as people say, well, there's a lot of people that ain't rapping about shit. But yeah, you're right. But that's like what that, they, all they shit really ain't about shit. So that's what they known for. But like for me to hear that shit from J-Rock, I was just expecting different. So I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It was just was not what I was expecting. Stong still cold. I feel like I fucking had a list, but so like I said, thong. Yeah, I feel like the a, song <laughs> was This cool is just gonna fade out now into the uh, next song, ES Tales, which is for stands for East Side Los Angeles, where he's from, and it's just gonna talk about. Ooh, he lit his ass up. He just gonna use. Uh, tell me that's not a flag on the hit. I hate the NFL. Uh, he's just gonna be talking about the projects, telling the story, and. Uh, this is the start of the kind of the thing that ties the whole album together. This back in the projects, little singing right. thing going on. And this beat's produced by Aaron Bow and Teddy Walton. This had a little dirty, grungy sound. I fucked with it. This bridge is hard. Hardcore drugs, everything cooking. Oh, and the Mario sound in this beat—it's hard for no reason. I really <laughs> like it. Like. <coughs> I didn't really notice that the first listen. Yeah, like the, the Mario coin sound is just... Ring, ring. That shit is cold. He had a fucking bar in here. I wait till it come up. That shit, that was cold. And this was, like I said, this was what I expected from J-Rock. Like, he's spitting that shit. Yeah. And he's spitting them and having some bars. Into the, the corner lit. A one Yola, that's fresh over the border shit. Shoot out to the portion. So unfortunate. Yeah, like you can like just tell. Like you, here. This like comes this from is, a genuine place. Right. Like you can just feel it that this is real. Like he lived this shit. Inside. And that bar, these bars are just called. Uh, he said, I know a nigga doing double digits, bust his head wide for another nigga who's scared to rep his set right. Now in solitary, doing pushes by his bedside. Mm. All he wanted was a green dot. Homie keeping himself fly. So, I, what he was saying is, uh, so. You know, there'd be niggas that really rep they set. So he said one of his niggas, he knew a nigga that was really repping his set. And he went and killed a nigga for a nigga that was scared to do it. And now he in solitary doing push-ups. And he's saying all he wanted is in jail, a green dot. All he wanted is some minutes on his phone. And he's saying this nigga not worried about him. Me outside trying to keep himself fly. So it's just showing like that dirty, grimy shit. Like this nigga killed for you. He did this. And you out here, you can't even get this nigga a green dot. That's all he want. And you over here doing your shit out here. So... There was some real bars in me. I felt that shit. I ain't really had enough go through He's that, about but I was to say some real ass shit. To me right here. Black lives matter out here, no way. Cops get promotion while the family's gotta pray. Hey. It's fucked up, can't explain. Baby's all, all in the dump, dump truck. truck. It's all about that money, man. Uh, Miss me, me with, with that, that Trump, Trump stuff. stuff. Yeah, like. <laughs> He's spitting on this song. Honestly. Right. So this, like I said, this was what I, was, I was expecting from J Rock. This song, Cold for sure. Like that shit about Black Lives Matter out here, no way. Cops get promotion while the family's gotta pray. That hits hard. Like, that is nice, insightful. Um, and shit that he's definitely lived. Being in the projects, uh, I feel like more than anywhere else, like in these lower, obviously the lower economic areas is where the cops really kind of, I feel like, run wild more than anything and get reckless with with the, the guns and whatnot because they don't 
like J. Cole said, like, 12 got jurisdiction in, in neighborhoods that they ain't never lived in. They don't know how to empathize with these people in these situations they've never lived in. Like, in these poor neighborhoods, they don't know how to, to handle what the fuck is going on, and they just be getting reckless. Man. So this hey. next song is called Rotation. His hooks are strong. I'll tell you that much. 112 Street. I said 112. 112. Did you like this hook? Uh, yeah, no, I definitely fucked with the hook. This, uh, so this song is about that street life and shootouts and shit. And he's saying if, if, uh, this n- nigga shooting out, he finna double back and they gonna shoot back. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> But now, nah, like uh, uh, you said something about the hook. This was another song that I definitely felt like he relied on the hook and relied on the flow more than actually what he was saying. Because I don't really feel like he was saying too much. Like he's more, I guess, because it's more of like a storyish type shit. So it wasn't when you're telling the story. Sometimes you're not really more worried about like punchline bars type shit. You're more of like, but like talking about. Some but shit. the way he on the beat just makes you want to bounce with it. Right. Like I said, he riding the beat. That's what I'm saying. Like he's relying more on the flow and the hook of this than actually what he was really saying. But he's definitely riding this beat for real. See, like his flow is nasty, but like he really not. But like it's, it's not that he's not really saying shit, but it's like uh, it's the fact that it's kind of like simple. Yeah, that's what it is. Like it's not because like if like if somebody else was my bad, I feel like I hit the mic. But if somebody else was fucking rapping it, it might be better. But like I'm just expecting more from him. I feel like it's too simple for him, and that's where it fucking. And that's where it rubs me the wrong and way. And then, like, this this second verse is especially a big cop-out to me. Like, I don't even... The second verse, like, I mean, it actually is fire the way he comes in, that he does it. Uh, but, like, it's barely considered a verse. Like, you consider it like a, like a bridge, really. Cop-out. Like, I feel like a verse... A like, filler. Yeah, like a verse, you saying something. Like, you ain't saying nothing on this one, really. And you end up repeating the fuck out of yourself. And it's like, right, there's more like a fucking, we were just talking about fucking Lil Peep. That's some Lil Peep shit. Shit he was doing more about the song. He Yo, kinda... but this, this actual bridge is hard. The pull up pop shit. Pull up pop shit. Hop out, drop shit. Chopsticks on me. Hey. Hey. But now this song, this song cold, but it's not so cold for the bars. It's cold for the sound. Safety belt and the flow. Don't need no help. He said some cool things on there. Yeah, it's just nothing that nothing that hits hard. Nothing like the last song. Right, Cause he was spitting on that last one for real. Man, you a Jeremiah fan? Yeah, I fuck with Jeremiah. Yeah. His first album, I swear to God, his first album, cold as shit. I can listen to that motherfucker, no skips. Jeremiah has one of, like, you tripping if you don't think Jeremiah has one of the best voices you ever fucking heard in your life. Like, in your life. He really got his own, like, uh, lane, like, sound, too. Yeah. Nobody else really sounds like him. Yo, because it's actually crazy. This song that he's about to be on Tap Out, like, before I got really familiar with this album, like, I'd be listening to it. And I would think it was a female feature. Like, no hate. Like, you singing your ass off, but like, he damn near sounds uh, like a female. That's a flame. 
No, man, I ain't flame. I ain't flame. You sound like a bitch. I mean, no filter. Do you not hear that though? Like, you feel me, right? I'm not tripping, right? Why are you tripping, bro? Damn, this song cold as a bitch to me. said Jeremiah sound like a bitch. On, I, did, I did not use the word bitch. He said like a female. In, in layman terms, he said. <laughs> he said in layman terms. Hey, that's funny, nigga said layman terms. Yo, said, what's but layman this, mean? <laughs> this song is a bop. <laughs> that's what this song is. And it's a song you can you can you can lay a girl down to, obviously. Uh, I'll lay your bitch down to it. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, no always, filter. this guy always on that. But uh, nah, this song, this song definitely cold. I fuck with. I pretty much fuck with any song Jeremiah's on. Like I said, I fuck with Jeremiah. And Yo, this was a song about the bitches. Song planes is fire. It's got J Cole on it. <laughs> right. I fuck with this flow on this motherfucker. And he said uh, he was never spitting on this motherfucker. I don't think he said it yet. I like that part. He said, sip some, sip some, blowing eggs with you, bring it to the house. Fuck you in the car in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you so good, call back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that was just, that's cool how he broke it down like that. Uh, trying to figure out the, oh. So I didn't really fuck with, oh, fuck, I missed it. Oh, shitty. Was that his verse? Yeah, I missed it. But what he said, uh, he said, for real, though, how many fucks I give? Zero. That shit was cold. Like I said, his his flows definitely were cold on this album. I can't take that away from him at all. Definitely was flowing on this bitch. Second burst. Biatch. And just that little, that little slight bit of like uh, melody he uses at the end of Zodiac, it. Zodiac girl, which is Zodiac. That's your boyfriend. Well, I know he mad spitting. That's definitely one of the bars that stuck out to me. Girl wanna pop pills, ducked off in them Hollywood heels. We be on bullshit. You know we ain't doing shit. What's happening? Crunch time. I ain't lacking. Jeremiah gonna take us to the end and take, <laughs> end up getting uh leaving us at arguably my favorite song on the motherfucking album. What the next song? Yeah. And uh the music video of the next song is fire. OSOM. I need to see it. Out of sight, out, out of mind. mind. Featuring the one, the only, Jermaine Cole. I knew you would fuck with that. I definitely I better know what about that. The thing is, you can't deny it on this song. You can't deny it on this song. Cold versus cold. And this song is just cold. This is a storytelling song. It's cool. They're just talking about when you're doing bad shit and you try to put out your mind, but you always got that shit on the back of your mind. Like, it's always there. Right. And I didn't really fuck with uh, J. Cole's, I mean, not J. Cole, uh, J. Rock's first verse, but I fucked with Cole's verse and I fucked with J. Rock's second yeah, bro, verse. Bro, for a second, I was like, I was gonna have to tell you, you were just tripping straight on, straight on this shit. I was gonna be like, bro, Cole's flowing, Cole's spitting. Cole's flow on the. Cole's flow is something else, man. Like, we talking about J. Like, J. Rock has a great flow on this album, and even on this song on his next second verse. But like Cole just comes through and just he just rips it like he marries every beat that I, he spits on. I swear, 
Right, I fucked with it. But yeah, like like I said, this was a song where I felt like J-Rock J relied on his flow on his first verse. And he was coming and spinning a little bit on the second one. I, I think a little bit of it is because he's trying to set up the, the scene a little bit that they're trying to put together, you know. Sometimes on a, on a beat, on a, on a song where you're trying to tell a, tell a little bit of a story, um, sometimes you got to have the slower part to kind of set it all up. But then he also says something like, fucking hoes, like I'm single, man. Like, he's saying shit that doesn't need to be said in this situation. <laughs> Lil Wayne, I'm on my single now. Fucking hoes like I'm single now. <laughs> I got these wins to gain And I don't feel Definitely a long ass verse One thing that I've learned all of these years Is to block devils off of my ears His flow His flow mix up in this verse was cool too Like Like it was a cool little verse Just didn't really say anything that really And I really I I like the the chorus Like it's simple Cool I think it puts you in the feel of, Of what they want to get across and, o- and calling it OSOM is instead of just out of sight, out of mind, right. it's cool too. Right. But J. Cole yeah. about to come in, flow his ass off. God damn, this game's still going on. <laughs> Next score wins games. <laughs> Shit, if it ain't on tie again, the Browns about to have two motherfucking ties. Taking on baby dollars, daily problems stem from my bitch because she knows that I still fuck with my baby mama. So there be drama. In the house, I gotta find that outlet. Hey, waiting on the plugs like a fucking outlet. Turning right, that bar was cold. I felt like he was just saying like, like the picture that they were saying, the picture that they was painting. He's in the house with his baby mama, and she's stressing him out. He's in the house trying to find an outlet for his stress. And he's waiting on the plug like a fucking outlet, waiting on the plug to bring up whatever it, drugs it may be, lyricist. right? That he's using. To cope with the stress from the baby mama. So I them is hella deep ass fucking cold bars. You can't expect nothing less coming yeah. from Jermaine. And then this the last how he end like how he just does this whole last scheme. All the ones that's befriending you, that's envy you, that's ending you, they don't tend to you, run into you, trying to feel like you, send to you, like stop. Bars. Like that, Close. like to just be able to, to be it, like to me, staying on a scheme like that, especially when it's not yeah. just one word, that is not easy. Like you, you have no idea. I don't. I mean, you can comprehend it just as well as I can. So I don't know why I say that, but like, you gotta, you gotta admire well-written material. And then he, J. Rock comes back on this, uh, this verse. Give it to you. One of the bars that stuck out to me about to come up. Oh, damn, we gotta do it. Guilty, but I said I didn't do it. Pressure burst, but it's like a gunfight. I ain't never bring a knife to it. That was bars. And he's saying, I'm guilty, but I said I never did it. And like a lot of a lot of niggas do that. Niggas know they're guilty than a bitch, but they're gonna say they didn't do it. And he said, Pressure burst, uh, pipes like a gunfight. I ain't never bring a knife to it. Niggas saying he always had that fucking strap. You know what they say, never bring a knife to a gunfight. He said he ain't never brought one, so he always strapped up. And that just shows another way that uh, J-Rock always been in that street life. He got that street mindset. There you go, bro. Fucking Raiders won. Motherfuckers had to go to OT with the fucking Browns. What the fuck? And like two, a couple, like a bar after the one you just picked out, he says, instead of music in the interviewing, I could be a brother dead interviewing. Like... That's hard. Inter- interviewing, interviewing. Right. That's wordplay out the ass. Uh, 
and just once again talking about like he was in the streets and shit so he could have been dead like uh all that shit and i want to go back to where j cole's uh j cole's bridge where he says look both ways before you cross me i tell you he says that three times and the last time he says look both ways because if you cross me i'll kill you that's hard that's hard i fuck with that bridge jermaine it's a great song uh I'm actually really surprised J. Cole didn't produce that song since he was on it. <laughs> like, honestly, like, that just seems common, but... Right. So the next fucking song is Had King... you heard this song before? Uh, I'd have heard this song before. What did I say? Uh, let me see. This song hard, though. This song is hard as a bitch. I don't think I heard I heard this song before, but it had it definitely had that single feel. Was it a single? Yeah. Definitely had that single feel. It was produced by Mike Will Made It. had Future on it. And you always, I feel like you always gotta have a couple songs like that on the album. Anyway, singlish. Disney with that bullshit. Hey. And I feel like I damn near had heard this before, but I, I damn near thought it was a Kendrick song. I think. Yeah, I damn near thought this song was on. Damn. Yeah, then I freaked it. Hey, I bought it '87 for the weekend. This ain't what you want. 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 And his flow was cold on here. I think this was another song where I felt like he didn't. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't have heard this song, and I feel like I thought this was fucking Two Chains. Uh, I like it. You don't sound like Two Chains a little bit. A little bit. No, I feel you. Like I said, this is more like since Future's showing off his flows. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Like Future's on this song, and like Future don't be really saying too much either. So I feel like he felt he kind of just fell into that lane with his song. Like it's that single, just kind of sound cold. Like I mean, he repeats one, two, three, four of his bars. Just repeats them over and over. Right. So it's Uh, not really he's not really saying too much. You could definitely tell this was a single. Yeah, second and chorus. Got, and they got, they, they got Kendrick on the hook. I feel like he's definitely a single. He put Kendrick on the hook because he knew that would kind of sell. And it's TD. It's just Kendrick watching out for his people, helping him out a little bit, helping him get that that sauce. But then Future, Future's got a great great sound for this song. All right, this definitely was this definitely more of a Future verse. I mean, Future beat. Like he definitely rides his bird. Fuck. Over here, stuttering Stop on my words. Me, nah, he definitely rides this beat. Me in I the said verse. Definitely rides this beat cold. And he got that fried shit at the end. Like future. Classic future <laughs> shit. Clowning on the motherfucking beat. But this fucking hook cold. Kendrick definitely killed this hook. Would you expect anything else? Kendrick, no, the goat, damn near. He's the goat of our generation. Right. Fuck you if you don't think so, honestly. Now, this next song is called Troopers. And this was produced by Q-Beats and Cardo. And it definitely had a cold fucking... Uh, this definitely a cold beat. Definitely had a cold vibe to it. I could definitely tell it was produced by Cardo. I without the, the fucking Cardo tag. <laughs> I think it's got a good vibe on the hook. Right, and it's it kind of got a uh, like I could see he comes in singing, kind of remind me of like a Ty Dolla Sign type vibe. Like I could definitely see Ty Dolla Sign on this motherfucker singing some shit. And I, I didn't really know J Rock could sing a little bit like that, like because he sounds he sounds good on this hook right here. 
Right. Can't lie. For, For sure. you. And the flow code on this motherfucker too. That's your real nigga, he gon' slide for you. If that's your real nigga, he gon' die for you. You ain't got a question when it's bracken. Just point me in the direction when it's action. Hey, them, them was bars to me, cause that's how it be. Like, your real niggas, man, they ain't even gotta really know what's going on. You just gotta say, hey, nigga, we gotta go do this. We gotta go handle some business, and they down to go, cause they know if that's your nigga, they know you not really on those fucking dumb shit, or they know. Whatever you feel like you gotta do, it's a reason for you feel yeah, like you, you gotta, gotta do it. it. Right, so let's go. You my nigga. And that's some real nigga shit, so I felt them bars. Them bars definitely stood out to me. That was a cold way to start off the verse. Right, he definitely could sing, like I say, he sound like Ty Dollar Signs. Like this definitely was a cold fucking song. I can't can't front on it. And like I, I, I told you before we started recording too, it, it seems like he has Kendrick on like every like like hook or intro on every song like cause you got Kendrick on this I feel like he was on like every fucking song and not like spitting necessarily but like I said on like the intro or like on a fucking refrain or something and it's just Kendrick on the ad lib there right Eastside 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 right so like and you said, I mean, you definitely some, TDE. Sometimes, it. sometimes it's also like you just have a certain a certain sound in mind. I mean, it's no coincidence that it's just Kendrick. Like, it's a, it's a normal sound to desire on your, right? And a desirable name to be able to put feature, right? Featuring Kendrick Lamar. But you don't get to actually hear him like, uh, yeah, you do get to hear him actually rap on the one song, right? On that, uh, that freestyle, that right? Rap. That motherfucker, he spits on that motherfucker. Bro, that's why I need you to. I want you to listen to that Mona Lisa off Carter Five. <laughs> we can upload it after this. Hopping in this bitch, but yeah, no, this is a great hook. I think, I think there's a direction J Rock should experiment with more. Honestly, this singing right, vibe, singing like, shit, he sure. really, he really sound kind of crispy. He could, he could fuck around and make a look like R and B album if he really wanted to. Get them bitches, J Rock. Shit, is that nigga married or something? Is he really? I, I don't know. I feel he like it's, I feel like on some song he said like he fucking bitches like he's single. So I feel like he had like a girl Bitch, or something. Sting, uh, that's a great song. <laughs> Broke plus minus whatever that means. <laughs> right. I think I fucked with this song. And this is yeah, I didn't know. I fucked with this song. And this song is about the life and the pain that comes with it. Like, oh, and and he uh, so it's called broke, and in the chorus he spells, he makes broke an acron an acronym, which I thought was just really fucking hard the way he broke it down. Like honest to God, it was a really well written uh, hook and a really impressive. well thought Can I be specific? Can I chase the script without looking too big for my britches? I like that. Pugilistic. Right, he was using, guy's got his a using, SAT vocab. Using big words. It was. Oh, that's a bar. That's uh, to me, th that goes with shit. Kanye West has been saying, man. He said, now Harriet Tubman said she freed a thousand slaves. Could have freed a thousand more if they were aware of the chains. Talking about if the enslaved had just realized if we all say no to this shit, 
it's gonna eventually we will prevail if everybody at one time just says fuck this like I'm sorry like I know it sounds intensive because I wasn't there but like I believe slavery would have been over granted I know that that's a hard a hard thing to organize or feel when they've just been beaten into submission but like that's what J-Rock is saying right there if 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 they've been more aware of the situation the fact that they could have invoked change it would have or even felt slightly empowered by more people to to ha- to try to make change it could have happened and that's just that was a good bar right Kanye going hard with that shit now too yeah Kanye is going hard with that shit hard in my opinion agree or disagree respect a man's opinion like that's all you got to do you just have to take in their opinion it doesn't affect you in any fucking way so that's all we've already had a whole half an episode about this one so go back and listen to it Addiction. Had no pot to piss in, had to make some tough decisions. Tired of the dealing with these broke conditions. Listen, them bars is hard. Those bars is, uh, stuck out to stuck out to me, so I ain't had no pot to piss in, had to make some tough decisions. Saying he had he had shit, so he had to make some tough decisions. Might have had to hit some licks, sell dope, cause I know he sold dope, saying shit. Tired of dealing with these broke conditions. You gotta do what you gotta do to get about the struggle. And niggas that done been through the struggle know about that. Even if it's on a smaller scale, even if you've been, done been through some shit, you can relate to that. Everything don't have to be selling dope. It could be on a different scale. And this next fucking song, though, that Wow Freestyle, hmm. produced by Hit Boy. This motherfucker cold. Kendrick is so good. Kendrick is so good. Right. And he starts off the verse, cold than a bitch. He's talking about when he says, cab on. You're right. Uh, I got racks on. I got racks on. When I did the country, I like him. This my bitch has back home. Bars, they said. Cab Nobody? on, racks on. Spent four nights in the country I like, then took my rich ass back home. Bars. Yo, like, there's very few people that can spit the content level of Kendrick at this rate of speed. Like, most people don't be saying shit when they rap fast. Right. But... It's there's a few select people who can do it, and Kendrick's like. He just said a cold bar. He said, "Hold up, Capo, I got racks on, and I produced that diesel. I could put Shaq on bars, like you know they call uh, Shaq Big Diesel and shit. That was spitting, man." He said, "I don't rely on people. I just go and bread chase. This is fucking dope. I might catch a fair case." <laughs> You ain't getting money, brother, than you dead weight. Dead weight. He said, checkmate. Play it safe. Like, stop. <laughs> you too good. And J-Rock fucking uh, rises beat cold, but I feel like he kind of got outshined by Kendrick. And it's yeah, hard honest, not to. Yeah, honestly, that's what I was going to say. It's just like, sometimes like I feel like that's why Kendrick on the other shit doesn't, doesn't spit like that. Cause like it's just so easy to to let a motherfucker come on your track and and run shit if it's right. Kendrick like right and that was that line was cold though I remember when I was listening to that he said I told you I do better when I'm working you scared motherfucker go to churches hey and I, I like verses where they like go back and forth and oh, shit. Absolutely. It's one of my and favorite I, things ever. I remember when uh, one of the more recent ones I've heard, fucking uh, 
Wiz and uh, uh, Juicy J, and they was going back and forth on that uh, T-Guy Mafia. I forget what song, but that shit called on a bitch. Yeah, because it just shows you they had to be in the studio together, right? Working on that shit and right, had to catch a vibe. Being no man, but in God we trust. Both palm in hand, praying I stay up. I know you try your best, but it's not like us. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right, fucking light color just fucking changing. Yeah, bitch. the light just shifted. But yeah, no, Kendrick's such a good songwriter. Right. So this next song is called Redemption, name of the album. Title song, You Gotta Bring It. Right. And this uh this song was produced by Terrace Martin and Soundwave. And I know about uh Terrace Martin, so I could tell that this was produced by Terrace Martin. You got and that nigga can really like play instruments, trumpet and shit, play piano and shit. So like I could tell this beat is made by him. Like it's got a real musical feel. And this song's about uh trying to gain redemption. Uh, what would he do to gain redemption and the different things that he's done in life and how he could have handled shit differently. And everybody can relate to that. There's always shit you regret, wish you would have handled a different way. So I mean, I he's like, talking too. He's telling real shit. Talking about his motorcycle crash. Right. Uh, and he, uh, just really, really thinking back on his mistakes, you know, and trying to get that redemption. Right. Starts it right off. If you had a second chance in life, which is the then it's a definition of redemption, like getting a right. second chance and making it worth it. Um, right. And I think he he just talking his shit on here. I think. Right. I, and that's what I was gonna say. It's not really no real like bars on this, but it's like because it's a real ass song. When you on a real ass song, like he telling a story, so he's not really concerned sure with the just, bars. He's more just concerned with getting this the story just came out. out of him, I feel like. Right. like this is one of those that you just you feel it when you're making it. Like he's wanted to get this off his chest, you know. Right. And it's got SZA on the hook. Motherfuckers fuck with SZA. I don't really I, fuck with her like that, but I mean, you fuck with her voice though, right? Like she can sing, bro. Ah, he, I, I mean, mean, she can sing. Yeah, she can definitely sing. I'm. It's just, just not you. It's just nothing. I'm not impressed by it. It's nothing. It's nothing different to me. Andy got Kendrick snuck on the hook for like saying a couple. I told words you, with fucking it. Kendrick on this whole fucking album. He literally might be on every song in some form or way. Whether it's some ad libs or on the hook or refrain or something, I feel like he's on every song, which is cool. Not really complaining, just the observation. Cause that's what we do Break down these albums Make observations <laughs> But like I said it's not, He's not really saying Too much on this song It's like It's I just a like, more real song I feel song. like if it's stuff Stuff that Like I feel like when like Whether Don was talking about If he's married Or got a baby mom Or whatever I feel like this second verse Especially like if, For when her When she probably right. heard it Like I feel like this verse Was really for her Right Kind of like He's talking about his regrets In his relationship Very specifically Right Kind of like J. Cole wrote that album For yeah. Whatever was the name of the album for your eyes only wrote that album for what is his friend's yeah, daughter or his something? His friend's daughter because his friend had got his, his friend had uh died. Got shot up. Right. Got set up. So yeah, they brought fucking scissor back in here on the hook. And like I said, her voice she could definitely sing. It's just nothing impressive to me. It's nothing different to me. Like everybody act like she just so fucking 
better than everybody else. Yeah, man, I, I, don't I, don't, I, don't I really, it. I really fuck with her voice. I don't think her her individual music is like. Said so I fuck with Sid's voice more than her. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I fuck with Sid a lot too. The internet's dope. The internet just makes insanely vibey music. Right. So insanely vibey music. Next fucking song on this album is the last song. Intro, the last intro. Got J Rock and Kenny, Kendrick Lamar again. Right, and this song called "Win." And I, like I said, I had first heard this song on fucking Madden. This one on Madden 18. I didn't even know this song was on this album until I heard this album. And like the little bit of the horns at the beginning, you hear here, like it just makes you think of winning, winning redemption. Like yeah. sounds like at the end of a video game or something like that plays. Like right, and the hook goes. It's got that single feel to it, that like big radio sound. With me or against me, huh? Like I said, the song's self-explanatory. It's about winning. And fucking J-Rock, he said, like, he just had heard it. Like you said, had that winning feel. And he said he had got done with the album. And he wanted to, like, make a song to, like, include the album. Like, what? He said, what better way to do it? Like, we out here winning. He said he produced a great album, so he winning. But, like... The first, uh, the flow is interesting on this fucking, on the motherfucker. Like, he keeps the same scheme pretty much the whole verse. And he's got Ken- Kendrick ad-libbing. Right, like I said, Kendrick on his whole fucking album. Fucking Sunday Night Football. Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Try, 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 fucking try. Colts need to go ahead and, uh, grab Le'Veon, man. Nigga Le'Veon just chilling. But now this song, Cole, he, like I said, he keeps the same rhyme scheme pretty much this whole this whole verse, and he switches up right now. But, like, his flows are interesting on here. Like, I, he was definitely relying on the flows, and I feel like on his single songs, which is not surprising, he more relies on the flows than the bars. And I, I love how he said, uh, kind of a funny line, he said, and your diamonds like tap water. That shit way too foggy, and then Kendrick on the ad li- ad lib says, "Clean it up." <laughs> yeah, that shit funny. But there was a bar on the second verse that I thought was all right. Uh, I'll wait till it gets to it. But like now, this hook was definitely cold. The hook is catchy for sure. Like, you can definitely tell it's got that single sound. Like I said, it's on Madden. It wouldn't be on Madden if it didn't have like a catchy sound. Fact. Outside for the beat, so I'm just hey, hey, you know, like hey, outside. I bring the chaos side. Go and get dumb, you bitch. The funny shit. The running shit. Duck hunting shit. Them bars was cold. I like that. He said, I could tell who you running with. I'm all in the field, duck hunting shit. Everybody done play duck hunt. So he's spitting. Like I said, he wasn't really never saying too much on this song. It's just more of a singleish type song. Good last song. The fucking rap it up is the a, album. I think it's a good I think it is a good uh a good way to end the album though end it with a banger and have end people uh, on a good note they'll remember this one it's catchy as fuck it's, you end on a song that you'll in my opinion you'll want to come back to at some point you'll want to hear this song again well it is a good I never looked at it that way it is a good way to end the album with a catchy ass song or something like just a, just a, a a hook even that you'll just remember the a hook that could get stuck in your head very easy one that you can walk around definitely later saying, win, 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 win. Because who doesn't want to feel like they fucking winning? That is true. Um, Have to keep that in mind. But yeah, for me, this album definitely had surprised me because like I said, I really hadn't had much exposure to J-Rock. Still haven't. I haven't gone back and listened to anything else. And like Don said, like he's not my favorite TDM, TDE member. 
I do fuck with Absol, not as heavy as Dom, but I really fuck with Kendrick, obviously. Yeah, I fuck with um, I probably fuck with Absol more and, than Kendrick. And I like Schoolboys a lot, a Schoolboy a lot too. He hasn't dropped anything for a while. Uh, he delayed his album uh, after Mac passed him, and Mac were really close. Who? Uh, Oh, Schoolboy. Yeah, and I mean, I fuck with Schoolboy. Like, I really genuinely like Schoolboy's music. Even his last this album. Shit was supposed to drop. Yeah, he. Well, it's getting close. I think even just. I just think he had to step away from working for a minute. Even probably just go back to chilling with his daughter for a minute, or something. Um, but yeah, so I fuck with Schoolboy like a lot for sure. Um, he he raps really about the same shit. J Rock forgot about him. Does honestly, um, but I think Schoolboy has one of the more interesting styles out there. He has a really interesting delivery. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about J-Rock, Redemption. Um, so what would you rate this album? I put this one at like an eight and a half for me. Like eight, eight and a, I'm going to go eight and a half, honestly. Like I, I've listened to this album a lot. I, I fuck with it. I put a, a few different people on it. Um, I don't know. I think it's a good album. I don't, I don't do a lot of skips usually when I listen to it. I, there's not anything that's like... Especially like when I'm at work and whatnot, there's just nothing that's bad to listen to. Nothing sounds forced or or anything. He he, like we said, he has a flow that just you can just bop your head to. The beat selection was good, so I think it's a, I think it's an eight and a half. I think there's definitely more he could have done lyrically, as he showed us on a few songs where he really went. Um, he showed us he has the capability to do more. Um, and I also would like to hear him talk more about. Different shit, like, cause J Rock, I know you were there, but like now you got your redemption. So next right, time, I want to hear you on some grown man shit. I want to hear you talk about success and or or just something different. Like you, you not on the street shit anymore. Like you were there, and we know you were there. You got that stamp, and you showed us you can rap well about street stuff. But I'm ready to hear you to to tackle some different topics, cause that that's what shows artistry and um, growth. So. That's what I'd like to see next for a, for J Rock. That's a good point to make because uh, I actually was thinking that uh, when I was listening because I know like a lot of people say that shit about like Jay Z, but like they rap about the same topics over and over. And I kind of felt that way. I feel like he just talks about the street shit and shit, and I feel like he's just been rapping about this, like you said, the same thing over and over. So I kind of uh, noticed that as well. So that's a good point to make. But so you said you give it an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. So my, I would give it a seven and a half out of ten. We, and we, I, we literally reversed, basically. <laughs> right, and I would do that just because, like I said, I was expecting more from J Rock, and like I said, there was I feel like there's a lot of songs like with filler verses or maybe even filler songs. I wouldn't, I don't know if I didn't really categorize any of them right now as a filler song, but if I go back and listen to them, it might check them out. It might be a couple filler songs on there because there are definitely some filler verses on there. So I feel like he could have did a little better, and I def- felt like he could have uh, spit harder. And way he's saying he like took so much time on his album, I feel like he definitely could have been spit more if he put as much time into it as he as he said he did. So I get his motherfucker seven and a half out of ten. It's still above average, but I was expecting more, and I feel like he can do more. I know he can do more, so I want to see more. So I I'll probably definitely check out his next album, whatever that may be. Whenever that will come out, but yeah, I give it seven out of seven and a half out of ten because I know he could have did better. I, f- I and I definitely think that's fair. And I mean, there's definitely songs that I visited more than others. Like like I said, OSOM. I think that song's phenomenal. Um, especially if you check out the music video, it gives it 
I feel like more content, more meaning. Um, and wow, they just fumble recovery touchdown. Ravens are waxing that ass right now, real quick. It only took them like five minutes, and they right. have two scores. That's wild. Um, but yeah, like there's some definite songs I like more than others. Um, but yeah, overall solid album for um, sure. No, no hate. That's for sure. Um, we just want to see you. We just want to see you tackle some better. Wow, he just took that right from him. We just want to see you tackle some different topics, yeah, maybe, and, and more, uh, more go more lyrical with it. So we'll be uh, we'll be doing right. C five next week. Right, be back for you. Gotta uh, come for that one. Episode twelve for Carter five. Just break that down. Hopefully, Yandy will be out by then. How many songs is Like twenty some songs. It's twenty three tracks, but the first the very first track is just his. Uh, Grandma talking. So, so it's like twenty two tracks. So yeah, we'll just do one episode of that. Uh, maybe make sure we come with some more topics to talk about, so we can still keep the episodes around the same length, around like an hour and a half or under two under two hours, whatever. So keep them around that same length. Don't want to be too short, but don't want to be too long. So we'll come with some shit to talk about since we only got one album. But yeah, we'll be back next week, episode twelve. Make sure you follow us on fucking Twitter at Black on Black, B-L-A-C-K on B-L-A-C-C. Follow my man's Chris at Topher Stetzel. Yeah, yeah. T-O-P-H-E-R-S-T-E-T-Z-E-L. Ooh, Ooh, he killed it. Right. He killed it. Out here with the plugs. I need to be on the radio. <laughs> I need to be on there with Dan Dockage. He need to give me a job. <laughs> Yo, that'd be a high paying job, too, if you sit next to Dan Dockage. I'd be on there talking that shit. Somebody it'd be, plug- it'd be Dan Dockage, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> right, somebody plug me up. But anyway, it's the number. Right, so make sure y'all come back next week for fucking episode twelve. We're gonna break down Carter Five. Exciting. Right, see what that. Now maybe fucking Yandi a drop. If Yandi drops before, then we'll break that down too. But we doubt it because we all got trolled. And this fucking commercial's fraud. Are they really doing that? It's hard no, to say. There's no fucking way that. And if Yandi's long, we'll probably have to move Yandi to next week. If it if it has it if it hits any length whatsoever, really, I feel like it'd probably be. I, f- I don't feel like it'd be that long. I feel like it'd probably be like nine songs and it'd be a, short. I don't know, man. Jesus was thirteen, and it's like based off of that. I think it's supposed Maybe. to be like a reinterpretation, but you never know what's going on in Ye's mind. Right? We King don't know. Troll. Yo, but I'm excited to hear it. I've I don't think any of them are official, but I've seen track lists. I don't buy any of them, but some of them look fire. I I'd like to hear a bound three. That'd be sick. That would be cold. That would be sick. Um, who knows? We'll see. You never know what what the, you ne- there has not been other than the first two. There's never been a Kanye West album that sounded the same as the last. So we have no idea what to expect. And you did not fuck with Ye, right? You did not fuck with Ye. I only listened to it like once. So I mean, I can't really say on your first listen. For, I know you weren't a huge fan. Uh, yeah, is that the it only, had, is that the only have, Kanye album that you like have ever even been really questionable on? Uh, what was before Ye? Uh, Pablo. Yeah, so that's pretty much yeah. That's the only Kanye <laughs> album I've been questionable questionable about. I still haven't listened to Kiss He Ghost. No shit. We'll uh, have to bring that in one time. Honestly, fuck it. Right. So I haven't listened to that. That'd be a good one to add on. Actually, like if we if Yandi ends up coming out and it's kind of long at all, we might throw Kiss See Ghost on next week because it's really short. Right. Or throw that with Yandi. One of the two because that 
I'm surprised you hadn't listened to that because you fucked with you fucked with Cuddy, right? Back yeah, I fucked with Cuddy. But I mean, back in the day, and I feel like he, I yeah, really I mean, his music just came up. But I know you said you have told me like his most recent album. Yeah, his most recent album had sounded, some shit. Had a more Cuddyish sound. It definitely had some songs on there because I have it on my shit and mm-hmm. I put my shit on shuffle all the time. So there will never be some songs that come on this, that I don't expect, and I'll be like, yeah, this song cool. But I never, I don't really know the names because the sound I don't with Kids to it like Ghost that. is uh is definitely more Cuddy, and man. Every time Kid Cudi hums, man. Like, I swear to you God. Said, he, did you say that while we was recording? He said I, I don't think I whole... said that while we were recording. But I say he he's, could make a whole he's... album of just humming some really melodic shit. And like, yo, on no bullshit, I would listen to that. Especially if I'm just high <laughs> as hell. Like, I could listen to that man hum for a while, I think, without being like, what am I listening to? He just got a, a crazy good sound. And like, I, just, I think it invokes a feeling. Kid Cudi's right. voice. Like, he's just got, he's got a really... Really Kid, unique voice. Kid Cudi was the first fucking song. I mean, it was the first artist I listened to when I was like fucking super duper fried and got like lost in the music. I remember the song. It was the uh, that uh, uh, what is it? Eye of a Lion or whatever that song is on. Yeah, uh, Heart of a Lion. Yeah, Heart got of a, the Heart of, heart of a, a Lion. lion. Like, bro, I was Ooh. fucking fried in a bitch. I was like in my room listening to that motherfucker. Yo, that whole and headphones. I nah, we, like, bro, we, got into the music. It was weird. We gonna have to do those. We gonna have to do at least one of the man on the moons at some point. Those are. Had to do the first one. The second one's all right. Like I the, first, the, the first one, one is my favorite too. Intergalactic you and me. Right, that motherfucker. Oh, like, st- start to finish. That album is an experience. So right. shout out Kid Cudi. So yeah. much music in the world to break down. And I'm and I mean I'm happy that like I think when you hear Kids See Ghost, I think you'll probably feel the same I that I did. That like it was good to hear Cuddy back sounding how he did damn near in the Man on the Moon type era. Yeah. And like just sounded happy. Like I think him and him and Ye, I mean, they do just they make good music together. Like, did you did you like Ghost Town on Ye? You might not even remember off one list. Yeah, I don't. But the one with I, Kid Cuddy on it. I think I think that might have been one of the better songs on there. There's like a couple songs on there that I fucked with, but for the most part, I was like, uh And I mean it's it I think part of that is that it's more it. It's more of a. I think that album was more for Ye than anybody else. Like I, I really felt like that was like a therapy session to him. A lot of it, like it, it was very personal shit. And like, like that song where he's talking about uh, Kim or whatever. That song was cool. I yeah, think. and like that, that was just real shit. And like, then there's the song about his worrying about his daughter, and uh, as she's growing up, um, just, just I think it was therapeutic, and and that's dope. And I mean, not every, at some point. Every artist makes an album that you're not as sure about, and uh, and that's okay. He's st- he's like, he still debuted at number one. It still anyway. went platinum. Like, right. what do you want to? What are the real complaints? You know what I'm saying? It's it's still Kanye music, and it, it I think it added something to his discography. It was a it 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 was a um maturation. Still, he's still maturing and growing as an artist, as an individual. You feel it, but it just it wasn't as sonically on point either as other things, but I think it was more experimental than other things too. They did the rap camp again. And I think they were just playing with shit a little bit, a lot of shit. Um, but Hey, that's, uh, it's all for another day. We'll have to get kids. See ghost in here. Some point. Right. Donald enjoy that shit. I'll check it out. But yeah, we're going to get in here with the Carter five next week. I'm about to make him listen to the Mona Lisa. We going, he going to freak. I hope that- he freaks. He'll freak he out. gassing the song, so it better be good. So yeah, this is fucking... I wouldn't spaz like this if it wasn't serious. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is episode 11 of Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter. I'm Donnie Ray. And this is fucking...
Chris Stetzel, we out here. Right, we gotta get that fucking plug. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get a smoother nickname. <laughs> Chris right, Stetzel, <laughs> y'all know my government name. The fuck. <laughs> right, so this episode eleven. Make sure y'all uh, tune in next week for episode twelve. We break down Carter five. But this is Donnie Ray's no fucking filter. We out this bitch. <laughs>